yeah, a couple of people, a couple of new faces will attend this year's conference. But one key introduction for this year is what we call the Redex. It's important for voice talents to even understand that the joy of voice acting and then the actual work is in auditions, which actually is not a thing in Africa. But the way the industry is evolving, it's going to become a thing for us soon. Hi, and welcome to the Everything VoiceOvers podcast. I am T-Code, an African voiceover talent from Nigeria. And this is my podcast, where I take on voiceover topics from an African perspective. In this episode, I interview Emeka Onunkwo, the convener of the VO Africa conference. We spoke about the upcoming edition of the conference this year and more exciting plans from Emeka's emerging casting site. Sit back and enjoy this episode. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Everything Voice Bus Podcast, The African Perspective. Yep, it's Tiko here again with another super duper exciting episode. And today we're going to be talking about something that puts or connects the entire industry together. Um, when we talk about connecting the industry together, what comes to mind most of the time is probably an event that networks us um, gives us the opportunity to see each other, to talk, you know, to interact and to learn. And we've had a couple of those events. I mean, of course, globally, those events happen, at least in the U.S. We've got conferences, um, webinars and all of that. Here in Africa and in Nigeria as well, we've got webinars, but then we also have conferences that brings us together. So we're going to be looking at one of the conferences um, that has been held in the continent about voiceovers. And this conference has been on for, um, I think, three years now. But don't worry, I'm going to leave the talking and the introduction and all of that to the brain behind this conference. It is tagged Africa's biggest voiceover conference. Hmm. Let's hear more about that from my guest today. Well, my guest isn't the first time on this um, on this podcast. He's been here before, and if you can guess correctly, he's from Nigeria. He's a voiceover director, um, a casting director, I beg your pardon, and yeah, he does both. <laughs> and then he's also the creator of a couple of companies, and I'm going to leave him to talk, talk to us about them because I've seen him evolve, or I've seen his companies evolve over time um, to, you know, to accommodate bigger services still in the voiceover space. I'm talking about no other person than Emeka Onunkwo, the organizer of the VO Africa Conference. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast again, Emeka. Hi, it is a pleasure to be here again. I'm super excited and um, thank you for the beautiful work you're doing for the industry. You're then really awesome. Thank you. thank you for having me as well. Yeah, thank you for um, accepting to be here again for the second time. The last time you were on the podcast, we had a very interesting conversation uh, about what you do and what to look out for if voice talents are auditioning and stuff like that. And I want to say a big thank you because that episode has really helped people in the space of um, auditioning and, you know, just trying to growing the industry so well done <laughs> thank you yeah so we're here today to talk about 
the VO Africa Conference. And um, I've been a participant of the VO Africa Conference twice, and I'm gearing for the third edition. Um, let's talk about the conference. Why did you decide to start the VO Africa Conference? Okay. Um, before the conference, I had been a casting and acting director, and I've had the privilege to work across Africa. Um, I've worked largely in the East African and the West African markets. Um, so one of the things I noticed is that we do have lots of talents and people who are passionate about the industry, who are passionate about using their voice, but um, we, we lacked the knowledge of the business. We also lacked the knowledge of the industry. In some cases, we actually don't even have an industry um, in some countries. So I see that there are opportunities, but people are missing out on the opportunities. Not that they want to, but because of um, sometimes for some people, they don't have the information. For some people, they don't believe that there's anything in it because they don't know. Um, for some others, they just don't know how to get around and how to grow. So, uh, there were loads of, loads of, um, challenges I found. Now, one major challenge for casting directors would be, how do you even find if you're going to cast in, um, a, in a country out of your country and you don't want to move, how can you cast voices? You find that, um, some people are. They're good. They're in the industry, but because of uh, because they don't have an understanding how the industry work, uh, they just want to play local. They just want to look for opportunities that come from their own space, and that makes it difficult. That's why sometimes you see um, foreign projects using um, white. Um, 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 American American talents and um, English talents trying to sound like Africans, just trying to do that because it's it's more convenient for them to find that it wasn't it hadn't been very convenient for them to find um, the fantastic African talents that exist because they don't know they can find them and people didn't have the information that um, they can grow their business then using the using the internet but things are changing a lot. It, it is different in just three years. We've made a lot of difference in the African space. Yeah. So these are some of the reasons why, um, that necessitated, um, the conference. Hmm. Well, that's interesting because I've observed over time that your focus is more of giving the continent, uh, uh, how would I put it now? Uh, uh, like putting the continent out there. If I look at the, the, the conference, I see a lot of international industry experts that um, you invite, for instance, in 2021, you know, you started with someone like Rudy Gaskin, the co-founder and CEO chairman of Society of Voice Arts and Scientists. What a way to start a conference. And we also had from South Africa, Chilulemba. We had um, Huge Edwards from the UK and, you know, a host of other people like that. And also 2022, you went as far as having Dithenoi, and uh, a couple of other people like that, Wakum Zege from 
Kenya. Uh, let's talk about that international appeal that you know you're you're given the African continent through the through the conference. How would you say this has in- impacted the relationship between the African market and then the international market in terms of the voice of our industry? Now, um, when I started um, planning the conference in 2021, I did encounter people who asked me if we actually had a voice, if we actually do voiceover in Africa. I actually did encounter someone who actually thought that a uh, majority of the African, um, the voiceover projects that would be done in Africa would be done abroad using white voices because he didn't think that there was anything like voice acting in Africa. Now, if these guys don't know that there's an industry, how would they even extend opportunities down this way? Now, that was one of the things I encountered while I was trying to build that um, starter conference. But the key reason why we have uh, um, this mix of um, foreign um, 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 casting directors and um, coaches is because if you want to grow in anything, it's easier for you to find people who have excelled in that thing, teach you how to do it. We haven't scratched the surface of voice acting but they uh, compared with what the um, North Americans or the Europeans have done. Now, um, I I believe that we do have millions of stories to tell in Africa, but I also see the way we tell our stories. And um, maybe because of um, the orientation we currently have or the way we see or approach to storytelling, our stories can go beyond our regions because that's how it's actually created for, created to be. But if you're looking to grow the business, now I'm looking at the business part of it. If you're looking to grow successfully, then the money isn't local, the money is global. Then you have to be able to tell your local stories for global audience. And how can you know how to tell it to the global audience in the way that they will accept it if you don't learn from them how it's actually done? Because when they tell their stories, you enjoy it. You don't even think about where it's coming from. The Disney channels, see the animations on Disney. It cuts across regions. Everybody enjoys it. Wherever you're coming from, as long as you can understand English, you enjoy it. But would you say same of stories coming out of Africa? It's because there are um, there are patterns that we don't understand, or that we're stuck in certain ways, or we don't, or just understand how the global industry works or the global market works. So, when my intent is to, um, for instance. Um, uh, Magrao. Magrao is one of the um, the finest um, um, gaming voice or um, animation voices. He's been in the industry for for about four decades. He's amassed a wealth of experience. He's grown in that industry. 
Now, if you have someone like that talk to you about how it's done, it's like impacting, um, um, it's like impacting a 40 years experience onto you. And 40 years of successful experience into you. They are able to catch up and run. My dream is to see the voice arts in Africa evolve and see us tell our stories to global audience. So that's why I do what I'm doing. But then there's also the local touch. You understand? Because I believe that a voice artist needs to first gain relevance locally, but should transcend local relevance into international global relevance. So there's that bit. Um, uh, there's that bit where you can find relevance locally and find relevance internationally. But also... We also now need to look at the, the genre of voice acting you want to go into. If you really want to go into animation, then you want to look at global, you want to look at the, 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 global, the global marketplace. Because animation is not really big in Africa, or neither is game big in Africa. In fact, a lot of the, um, it, it's starting to grow. But some of the projects, when it comes to gaming, some of the projects that even provides opportunities for African talents, actually not African productions. Not African projects. But then, if you want to take advantage of these opportunities, you must learn how it is done from those who are actually doing it. So that's the intention. Mm. Interesting. And um, I, I must say, I can also attest to how much you invest in this passion of yours to see a um, should I say cross-pollination of talent from um, outside the continent and in the continent to be able to produce quality stories being told in Africa? Because of course, like you said, we don't have um, all of the production well without to 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 put these stories into, um, to bring them to life. And I see that you've done a lot, not just via the conference, but by African Voice and Media Works and Hippo Voices, which we're going to talk about soon. But still talking about the conference, tell us how it has been for the past three years organizing this conference together. You know, tell us what the experience has been like for someone who has never attended a conference, right? Year one, year two, year three. And, and, and the beautiful thing about it is every time I attend, I see people from different countries. It's not just Nigeria. You see people from um, South Africa, people from the East African continent, and even North Africa and outside the continent. So how has the experience been in the past three years from the purview of the organizer? All right. Um, it's been exciting. It's been, it's been joyful, um, organizing view Africa, um, for the past three years. Um, it's one thing to dream. It's another thing to leave your dream. Um, it, it has been a journey for, um, to connect African voices, to grow um, the African voice of our industry, to create um, a platform where we can all come together and learn and interact. Don't uh, feel Africa makes that happen. So uh, has it been easy? No, it's not easy. It's a challenging. Yes, it is challenging. One of the um, the major challenges is actually finding, um, identifying, because uh, each year has a vision, 
that you want to achieve. Um, each year there's a vision you want to achieve. Now find the people that can help you drive that vision. And you know, despite the fact that we know that the industry is very given, it's, it's a beautiful industry. It also costs money to bring people together, to have people come speak at a conference, especially, um, because uh, it's an industry where time is money. It's our time that we actually price. Our time and our skill, we price. Now, um, yeah, also is the second challenge, um, running the, uh, running the, um, effectively financially, um, for, um, two years and three years, but in all, I'd say it's been, it's been a good experience. It's been. It's been one experience I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't give for anything. Each year has its own vision. You have things that you want to achieve. You have uh, probably information you want to pass out or a certain area you want people, want to see people grow. And then you now want to identify people who will be, um, who can help drive that vision, help you achieve that dream for that year. Um, then it, the, the first time you'll be finding them getting them to accept to be at the, uh, to accept to speak at the conference, working out shadows, which includes timing and all of that to, um, to ensure that everything, working out of logistics, which becomes an international logistics planning and, um, getting all sorted and then executing the actual project. Um, but what the key joy is when the project ends, um, at the end of the conference, when you get the testimony from people, people talking about how this has changed their, their mind view, how this has changed their, their perspective to voice acting. And even after the conference, you see that people become more energetic about pushing their, putting out their work and, um, people love what they do even more. People are starting to see that the opportunity people become um, people become much more ambitious about um, voice acting. These are the things that that excites me um, about the conference that um, keeps us going um, about um, View Africa. Why View Africa is again like you or like it has been tagged Africa's largest voiceover conference, and this year you're looking at the theme "Be More." So yes. um, with this theme, what are we supposed to expect attending the conference? Okay. A B more is speaking to the fact that the the industry is evolving. The industry is evolving is evolving and it's evolving be before us fast. Um there was a time we didn't bother about AI because we believe that it's a tall task to try to be, to try to sound human for machines to try to sound human. But the, the amount of work that, um, those guys have put into AI in the past, um, in the past six, in the past six months of this year, it's been amazing. AI has evolved. Now, um, humans won't only be competing for, but with them, Themselves. They'll also be competing with um, artificial intelligence when it comes to um, voice acting. And also, um, uh, budgets are shrinking. Um, opportunities are also, in some areas, opportunities are shrinking. Um, how then can you thrive as a voice, act a voice actor? 
how then can you thrive? Now, even though early opportunities are shrinking, opportunities are also opening up in the voiceover industry. There are areas that people are not even looking into. For instance, even personal content, because you've got a voice, because you've got a voice, you can actually create opportunities for yourself using your voice and creating content for yourself. Um, for instance, you can use your voice and even podcast. You can use your voice in several other ways. So we're looking at um, how we can create that orientation in people that, hey, you can be more than just a voice. Of a, I mean, you can be more than just that voice. That voice, you can be more than just a commercial talent, a commercial voice of a talent. You can be more than just um, um, a, a, an audio talent. Do you understand? And then you need to also understand how the industry is evolving. What are the opportunities in AI? Funny enough, AI is also providing opportunities for voice talent. We're having situations where um, you can actually, uh, there are platforms where you can actually, um, um, you can have your voice, you can automate your voice, earn, and your voice, you can use your voice to train the machine. And every time, every time a client books, um, you know, books uses that voice for a project, even though you've had, you had no input, it's just your voice that have been used to train the machine you earn something. So we're getting to the point where you can be in your house earning money through AI without you actually hitting studio. So you need to know about these opportunities. And a lot of times, these, you wouldn't get all this information and all this knowledge or even know about all of these things if you don't attend conferences, if you don't participate in, in, in forums and, and attend webinars that are industry specific. All right, so um, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped about the, the conference already and I can't wait to be a part of it. Um, for those wondering when the conference is happening, I know it's happening on the 8th, 9th and 10th of um, September. September. Yeah, so for the first time, we're having a three-day virtual voiceover conference. I mean, the, the previous one, I think it was two days. Um, why? Why? three days this time around and what's the schedule going to look like in the three days? Okay. Um, actually, let me correct that. Um, it has always been three days. It's been the, um, it's been the, 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 the scope, um, the, the conference, the main, main days of the conference is day one, day two. Um, day three is when we have a, we have the town hall. Um, we just do a few sessions and then we have the town hall. Majorly to discuss about um, voice, um, the voice, the, the voice arts in Africa, the challenges, and um, how we can be, how we can overcome the current challenges in the voiceover industry in Africa. That's basically um, that's largely what happens at um, day three. Uh, but for day one this year. Yes, so we'll have our keynote speech from our, um, our keynote speaker this year, who happens to be June Baker. Uh, June Baker has been an amazing um, pillar to the Voice um, to the View Africa Conference and um, the Voice Arts in Africa through um, the Society of Voice Arts and Sciences. They are a very giving society who are open to um, 
to growing the voice arts globally. They've done amazing work in the industry and they keep doing that. Um, we will have a couple of sessions. We'll have some um, um, new art, new uh, faces, new faces in the voice of our industry this, in the um, View Africa conference this year, which would also include um, um, Aurelia Michelle who will be speaking for the first time. She's also an energetic, fantastic voice. Um, yeah, a couple of people, a couple of new uh, new faces will attend this year's conference. But one key introduction for this year is what we call the Redex. Now, um, uh, it's important for voice talents to even understand that the joy of voice acting uh, and then the actual work is in auditions which actually is not a thing in africa but the way the industry is evolving it's going to be it's going to become um a thing for us soon now um before a project before you win a project say in north america you may have attended like um you may have attended a few auditions you may have um that's when we start to talk about audition ratios. For some people, they want the audition ratios to be um, two in 10. So for every 10 auditions you book, at least you book two projects. Now, in auditioning is when you actually use your voice, you actually uh, express what you have learned. You find the joy and voice acting. I always say to people, um, what's an artist if he doesn't sing? What's a voice actor if he doesn't if he doesn't use his voice if he doesn't voice voice scripts? Now, now because of that, we've introduced what we call Redex this year. Redex are just special rooms dedicated to reading scripts in uh, specific genres and having a professional coach guide you, provide insights. So, for instance, um. Um, and the week before the conference, we'll have um, we'll have um, we'll have an opportunity for people to register for specific rooms they want to be in. This year, we'll have scripts in audiobooks, um, um, animation, um, um, commercial, commercial, and um, documentaries. Yeah, documentary and narration. Now we'll have this four areas as well we're focusing on. Now, what the way it's planned is if someone would have probably in the during the conference would have taught uh uh, uh someone would have spoken on a commercial voiceover, how to deliver commercial voiceover, then uh maybe in two hours later the room is open for you to go and read commercial scripts. So you've taken a lesson on, or you've taken, gotten insight on reading um, commercial voiceover scripts. You now have the opportunity to practicalize what you have, what you have learned. So yes, it's um, it's a virtual conference, but we're looking for ways to make it more interactive, more practical, um, that people can leave. You've learned something, you've, um, you've, uh, you've also, um, You've also practicalized what you have learned. And even if you haven't practicalized it, you have listened to people um, deliver scripts from different perspectives. And then that helps you appreciate um, how to deliver scripts. Um, that helps you ap appreciate the, the process of, um, 
of um, understanding how to deliver scripts, which is um, which is also uh, an area where um, back home in uh, here in Africa we struggle a lot in when it comes to script um, uh, analyzing scripts, analyzing script. Um, a lot of times we find it difficult to lose ourselves and become the person the scripts wants us to be. Yeah. Now it helps when you see it from different perspectives, then you start to understand how better these things, how or how best to do um, these things. So this year we're introducing Redex. Redex will help you where our rooms dedicated to reading um, real scripts and having professional coaches direct you on how good or how they think or direct you on areas on, or better ways to deliver those scripts. Awesome. So Redex will be introduced this year uh, alongside the goal of the conference, which is also helping talent to learn and network. And that's a lot of benefits for a conference that has not just these features, but then great speakers like Dave Noy, J. Michael Collins, someone who I respect so much. And I listen <laughs> Yeah. Uh, John Baker, of course, like you said, really Gaskin, always that featured and is still featuring on the, on, on the conference. We have um, Nathan Noakes, Show Showball. I was going I was going to shout out out Show Showball, who is, um, yeah, uh, Show is an amazing, um, amazing personality and has contributed greatly in the Nigerian voiceover, um, voiceover scene. Um, his one voice to, um, it's not just for Shell, it's not just listening to Shell's voice or being, um, or being, um, uh, maybe taught by Shell. If you're a Nigerian and you are interested in the voiceover industry, then look at Shell's story. Then that gives you an idea how far you can go. Look, in this industry, you can't go far listening to people who haven't gone far. You also can't go far. The um, reason why I say that, in quote, listening to people who haven't gone far, because the people who haven't gone far has the stories that um, there's not much in the industry. So... So you get to hear that a lot. You get to hear people who don't believe that um, there's anything in it for them. Now, that's not the story you want to be hearing. You want to be hearing the stories of people who will tell you that you can you can go global with your voice. And they are telling you that you can go global because they have also gone global with their voice. That's the story we're trying to tell African talents that there, yes, there are opportunities in the voiceover industry. Just the way there are local opportunities, there are global opportunities. I dream of the day that Disney will be casting African talents for projects based in, for African talents based in Africa for Disney projects. And it is very possible, but the talents have to be nice that it is possible for it to happen. And then they have to guard for it. They have to build the technical skill. I don't know. I mean, 
technical skill that's different from um learning about voiceover now for instance in animation there are technical skills that you need to grow you understand you need to learn in delivering animation script for instance you are reading a script and the story in the script you've understood the story that the person you're talking to is in a distance and they're supposed to say hey dear technically you know that person is a distance you shout hey dear sir how are you can i get it from you now whoever's listening to you not watching the pictures they mean that you're talking to somebody in the distance those are technicalities but if you don't understand these technicalities you're reading script and you're like hey Lydia, can i get it from you can you put a great voice and everything but the, the, the casting director is not getting what he wants he's not feeling it and that's what makes animation different it puts you into uh, cartoons brings you into a world the world of the talents the world of the characters it's not a real world. It's it's an immersive world. It's um it's an imaginary world. But it is a world that the characters have created. So you leave your world and you go into their world. So if you want to learn to be um, um an animation character, you need to learn to import people into your world when you're delivering scripts. And it's those technicalities that helps you create that atmosphere. Feels like we started the conference already. <laughs> now, I was also just shouting out to Shiro Shobo for the great work. Yeah. And that is, yeah, that, that includes people like, um, um, Emmanuel, people like Wakilo, people like Jennifer, um, yeah. And all they've been doing for the African voiceover industry. And that also includes yourself as well, because you, you were doing some, um, fantastic work helping the helping the industry grow this year we'll have more african voices because i'm always looking out to find african talents who are doing great we're going to have speakers come from angola south africa um kenya um ghana nigeria um yes so we can have the feel from different regions as well egypt as well so we can have the feel of um voice acting in africa mixed with the feel of voice acting globally internationally in the north africa and the english market and have that feel so that we can actually grow locally and be relevant uh, or grow internationally and be relevant locally wow and all of this for the ticket price of how much? <laughs> okay. Um, on this for the ticket price of $50. Um, but currently, uh, we are having the early bed, which is the first. Uh, usually, we have the early bed, um, early bed um, ticket sales, which are usually 50% the price of the tickets. So the early bed sale for tickets actually ends on Friday, August 4th. Um, while the, the, uh, the main ticket price will be $50. So, uh, yes, that's the cost of this year's conference. Interesting. And today happens to be the 4th of August. So, <laughs> you know, it's your yeah. today you got to register today for that price, but in, in Naira for, for Nigerians, cause I understand you can also pay via the website. Yeah, for, for Nigerians, it's 15,000 15, Naira. 
Um, I I know that I knew that um, dollars been going haywire with I mean the um, the Spain the Naira has been flooded in in Nigeria. So, um, but we've kept it we've kept it stable for um, for Nigerians. So it is the way it was from the start. It still is fifteen thousand naira, and after today it changes to thirty thousand naira. Now, for the wealth of knowledge. Um, this people, uh, this um, speakers will be bringing, and the opportunity to network. Because um, one of the things we try to do is have the speakers open up their network for African talents. So, for instance, uh, more people have gotten in touch with Dave Fenoy, got in direct contact with Dave Fenoy, which would not have really happened if Dave Fenoy haven't come to speak last year because Dave Fenoy is like um is a pillar in the voice arts in in globally. Um people like um Hugh words um Africans can now connect with all of these talents, learn from them and also get opportunities um from 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 um all of the speakers. So my take for you is if you really want to grow um for instance conferences like this, we know they cost a whole lot. Um, globally, but the intent of View Africa is not to make money, but it's also to bring that knowledge to the African space, build that dream to the African space. So it's actually the the cost of this conference is actually subsidized by uh, um, the other company itself. Hmm. All right, great. Um, just before I move to talking about the mother company and the other things that you are involved in, I also want to state it there because I went through the website and I saw that people can pay for tickets and they can also donate. So it's important for us yeah. to help. So in case you want to support uh, the View Africa conference, you can check the website and click the donate button and would yeah. definitely be happy that you did that. Yeah, so um, i just speak briefly to the donate and one of the things Donate does for us is it helps us give a lot of tickets free. For every penny donated is applied towards the tickets to help people attend the conference um, free, especially people who cannot attend the conference. Yes, we didn't make this public, but um, um, uh, which was a discussion we had uh, an approved um about eight days ago for every visually impaired um, um, voice talents uh, gets to access View Africa conference free of charge. So for um, every every visually impaired talent we find anywhere that's interested in voice acting, we are happy to provide um, access to the conference, unlimited access to the conference for them so the idea is just to grow the voice arts in africa so your donations helps us grow the voice arts in africa awesome um thank you so much for being kind i mean you and the team um for supporting voice arts in africa and i see that you are actually um the brain behind african voice and media works limited and I would also not be doing justice to this conversation if I don't recognize the fact that you're the creative director and founder of Nigerian Voice Bank, which has been running for almost a decade now. Um, you're also, and it's actually Nigeria's first um, online voice casting site. Um, yes. 
Yeah. And you're also the brain behind Flame Media Works. And you're the founder of View Africa. You are um you are a member of Sovas. You are an, a representative for uh, Gravy for the Brain here in Africa, among other things that you do. <laughs> I don't know which to talk about first, but I just want to say that uh, congratulations for the many things that you're doing. And let's start with the indigenous ones that you're responsible for. Plus the new one on board now, which is Epo Voices. I'm trying to put everything together in a timeline to understand the evolution and um, uh, what to expect from you moving forward. So can you just, in a very, I mean, as simple and as quick as you can, tell us about the evolution of these companies and what they are um, targeted towards and what to expect Okay, so um, the journey started with Flame Media Works um, with the intent to provide um, media production for um, uh, for the Nigerian market. And then we identified that there was um, a challenge in the voiceover industry. It's actually over a decade because we started Nigerian Voice Bank in 2011, but the platform came live in 2012. That's when um, we had our first voice on... Um, that's when we launched it and had our first one. In fact, it was launched on February 14, um, 2012. That's on Val's day. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's um, when the journey started to create a platform that simplifies access to voice talents in Nigeria. So that was the aim. Um, and it was growing and doing the work it, it ought to do. And Flame Media Works evolved into African Voice and Media Works, which is Avian Works, which is still the mother company. Um, now, um, then we moved on to introduce Vero Africa because we we realized that there was a there was a knowledge gap and information gap in the African voiceover industry. Now we have um, natural born talents everywhere, fantastic, and that's one good thing about Nigerians. In fact. Um, Nigerians are blessed with, uh, and Africans are blessed with the voice. Uh, so, but we understood that in the African market, there's also that knowledge gap and information gap. Then we set up um, View Africa uh, to provide, to, to, to close the gap for the knowledge gap and close the information gap. Um, now, when moving forward, we've also identified that um, Access to global access to African voices is difficult. How easy is it for you to find a voiceover talent in Maputo right now? But there are voiceover talents there. There are opportunities for them. Now we also, as the as the business evolved uh, post COVID, uh, we now realize that a lot of the agencies are pulling out of Africa. Because people are realizing that you can run one budgets are shrinking, and people are realizing that you can run you can run um, casting operations from any part of the world, act with the internet. People are also starting to re realize that you can do uh, you can effectively um, um, you can effectively um, direct uh, sessions online over Zoom or or Skype or um, other platforms. 
Now, because of that, um, people are people now depend on finding local voice from their international space. Now, creating a new problem for African talents. Now, it becomes difficult to find a talent in a region that you're not physically present. Now, that now necessitated the um, the, the need for us to create hyper voices, which we which the intention is to create a marketplace for African talent. So when you need to find a talent in Zambia, you don't have to pass through the eye of a needle to, to find a talent in Zambia. If you have to find a talent in um, Uganda, in Congo, you can simply get on the platform. That's how we want to grow the platform to be. To just be um, a platform where African talents can congregate for opportunities. Now, a lot of the projects that are run in the African markets do not um, um, do not emanate from the African space. Some are coming from Singapore, Dubai, um, USA, Korea, in different areas, but trying to run projects in different parts of Africa where they are not present, they just need a local voice and they have the internet to help distribute their project. So they're looking for somebody who can cast, who they can cast for a project and pay some $300, $400 and don't have to travel or don't have to struggle to find an agency to do that. We want to be able to cater for all of those um, challenges and help connect those global opportunities to local talents. Hmm. Hippo Voices. Um, I've been seeing Hippo Voices for the past few months and I'm so impressed, happy about this because um, it's high time in the continent. We had um, a, a platform like this for the entire continent. So um, a, a quick question is, does this affect the existence of Nigeria Voice ba Nigerian Voice Bank or is this an evolution of Nigerian Voice Bank to Hippo Voices or both will coexist? Okay, both will coexist um, currently because um, Nigerian Voice Bank caters for the Nigerian market, Hebrew Voices caters for the African market. So, um, creating opportunities for African um, voice talents, no matter where they are, there's Hebrew Voices. Hebrew Voices will do more um, in, in a few, uh, it's not just, um, it started as a voiceover platform. But it is also going to be a content creation platform. Um, um, Hippo Voices will be um, will tell African stories in future. This, uh, so, so expect to see a lot more than just voice talents from Hippo Voices. And if I'm not mistaken, we're yet to launch Hippo Voices. It's, it's a yes. Hippopotamus is currently in its testing phase, um, so it's uh, it's an open source platform. People can join easily, um, test, see how the platform works, give us feedbacks, and um, yeah. So yes. Okay, I I had to ask the question because I could go on and on asking more questions about Hippo Voices, but of course uh, this is this episode is for the VO Africa Conference, and uh, when we get to the yeah, right. people have another episode to explore the platform and let people know more about it well fantastic it's been 
an interesting episode today talking about the View Africa conference. I can't wait to be there. I can't wait to listen to the speakers and to connect with fellow voice actors across the continent of Africa. It's happening in about a month from the publishing of this podcast. And I'm going to be encouraging everyone right now that is listening. If you're a voice actor and you're passionate about the industry and you're also passionate about growing your talent, it is high time you registered for the a voiceover conference and I'll see you there. So um, thank you so much for listening, guys. And Emeka, before we leave, if there's any other information you'd like to drop, it'll be a good time to drop it right now and then follow the wrap. Yeah, and um, this year we're giving out um, $250 um, for, uh, it's an equipment grant to help someone set up, get a few more equipment for their home studios. Um, the, the, the format will be finalized, um, the weeks to the conference, how that will be handled, but, um, we're looking for how we can attract more, um, um, gifts and opportunities and freebies for African voice talents to support their work. Wow. That is awesome. So meaning if, I mean, registering for the voiceover conference, uh, the View Africa conference automatically qualifies me for a $250 grant. Uh, that sounds beautiful. Plus um, free attendance for um, voice talents. Who works. Yeah, who are visually impaired uh, across the continent. And plus the many Lajis with the read X and all of that. I mean, kudos to you and the team for putting this together. Thank you so much, Emeka Anunko. It's always a pleasure to talk to you uh, about voiceovers any day, any time. Thank you, Tavuk. Um, um Enjoyed um, the session with you. Thank you. And thank you for all you in the space. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. All right, folks. See you at the VO Africa conference. Till then, I'll say keep listening, keep learning, and keep getting better. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, leave a comment, and tell someone about it. Follow the podcast on everything videos on all social media platforms. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. This podcast is a Coded Voiceovers production.